It's not fair. It's just not fair. How dare you cheat me? How often have we said that in our own lives? It's just not fair. I've not been treated the same way as someone else. I remember as a kid, why are you treating my sister better than you're treating me? I thought that. I never said it out loud. Or why do they get something that I'm not getting? Why in school? Why does somebody get something more than I got? It's our own selfishness. It's the original sin, isn't it? Why am I not be, being treated equal? At least equal. When we listen to our first two readings from Isaiah and Paul's letter, they're putting themselves in the presence of God. When we do that, when we allow God to be that source in our life, everything else can go by the wayside because it's not important. The only important thing in our lives is having God next to us. That's so wonderful about reading from the prophet Isaiah. He is so connected with the presence of God in his life. And he wants to share that gift with his brothers and sisters. They often wouldn't listen to him. As a prophet, they'd rather him step aside. It's what we want, not what God's telling us what we want. It's, simpler, it's simply what's happening in our gospel. Here these people have come early in the morning going out and doing their daily wage, expecting to get that at the end of the day. And all these more individuals come and work throughout the day. So I think we would be in the same situation as they. Why am I not getting more? Why are you giving them the daily wage, but I'm working harder than they did, and I'm getting the same thing? That's what God says to each one of us. It doesn't matter when we come to him. He's going to love us no matter what. That doesn't mean that we should wait until the end of our lives to receive the Lord's presence in our lives. But that we should constantly be welcoming those who come to our faith. Who see the incredible love that God has for all his children. We should be honored that he chose us so early in life to be able to fulfill his presence in our lives that we can respond to his generosity and his love. That's what's so wonderful about our God. He doesn't care when we come to him as long as we come to him to seek his presence in our lives and to be able to use that presence for the benefit of our brothers and sisters, giving them a share of this incredible gift that he so eagerly bestows upon us. I can imagine how it would be to go up and receive more than we ever anticipated. Yet that's what God does. He gives us more than we could ever imagine when we truly open ourselves to his will in our lives. We can't sit back. It's so easy to sit back and say, someone else will take care of it. But we have an obligation, because we've been filled with that spirit, to be a voice to be able to go out into public and say, this is what we believe. This is what I believe. And the power of God's presence, that he cares for each and every one of us. From conception to natural death, 
He loves us. And he demands of us to be able to love as he loves. Love one another as I have loved you. The most powerful words the Lord gave. Love one another as I have loved you. He was willing to sacrifice his life for us. That we could have eternal life with him. May we open ourselves to receive that grace. To be a witness. To be a voice for the Lord in our world. To bring his presence into the lives of our brothers and sisters.